king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold I'm it. Hold it, hold it. You're not that pretty. I'm a mad, 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 mad. Jay Flow. Yes, sir. K to the second letter, homie. I'm a bad man. Uh, uh, I'm a bad man. Uh-huh. I'm a bad man. <laughs> They can say what they want about me, but I'm worse than that, fam. I'm a bad man. Yeah, I'm a bad. Yeah, let's stop talking and dive in this thing, bro. Let's get it. Uh. They can say what they wanna. Bad man, black man, probably from the gutter. They don't phase me that they see me all about my color. When they see me, they only see me by my color. Uh. I fit the profile of a dropout, probably blow your top out. Probably gang bang, got an AK, rap the same things. Money, sex, power, popping bottles on the fast lane. I got a clean record, no, I'm not a statistic uh, He ripped my resume, now nah, walk in the light and no longer in gray Christ came for the bad man, brought us back, man See him pitch death, but he stepped up to the bad man uh-huh. He bailed us from dark nights Night. So call us Christian uh, And I'm so all state I'm a good hands, blood cover the state Was a bad man, headed downtown, but now I'm found So now I'm headed up straight What is up, what is up, what is going on today? It's Tuesday this is number 24. And number 28. This is the Cush Potato Podcast. This is your boy, Daydrin. And Steven. And we are here to talk your sports, your news, and everything else in between. And breaking news, guess what? Another lawsuit against Deshaun Watson just happened. They need to stop. Just stop. <laughs> hey, Passions of the Busby. Stop, because you still holding on to it, but you ain't going to the police, and now you're labeling him as, as a as a sex criminal. Mm, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm hold my tongue. So we got so much to talk about today. Um, and shout out to the U of H, Houston Cougars. Rare. They're in the final four. Um, so much to talk about. So much news. Um, we're gonna talk about how how black people and brown people who are voting is more dangerous than guns. Whew. As well as you know everything else in between. So it's been a year since the pandemic has has hit the United States and Texas and wherever you're from in the world. Um. How have you been handling it, Steve? Man, um, I've been handling it with a lot of grace and humility because a lot of my friends and coworkers lost parents and friends and children because of this pandemic, man. It was, you know, trying to relate on certain levels with them and who they lost. But, you know, when folks were saying that they lost a child, it's, it's, it was a, it's bitter. And it's kind of a depressing mood, but you have to be able to uplift yourself along with others because we endure for a night, but joy come in the morning, you know. The Bible says (laughs) joy comes in the morning. You got to do a little weeping, but that joy, yes, sir. I'm sorry. It was it was too I, I easy. Didn't, I didn't mean to pull that out of you, Pastor. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but um, ultimately, it has to come down to that. You have to know that there's something better at the end of everything. 
And a year later, some people have faced their losses. Some have gritted their teeth and moved forward and are doing pretty good. Yeah, um, a year later, think about everything that's happened. Just thinking back, like, man, I was in school full time and had by far the longest spring break ever. <laughs> like, being on spring break for like three weeks was phenomenal because I wasn't working. So all I had to do was make sure the, the babies went to daycare and uh, came back home and just sat on the couch. I was being a couch potato. Hmm. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> so, and then now a year later, I'm working. I'm not in school right now. But, you know, I mean, sometimes you got to uh, pause things in order to to do something that's beneficial. And I'll be honest, a whole year later, like, like I said, I wasn't working. And... And it ended up working, which, kind of, well, I can say kind of, it became beneficial because I was like, man, I don't want to just sit at home and not do anything. Like, you know, honestly, like being at home, bored. Um, You bored? <laughs> yes. Because I, I had to sit and look at a, a teenager. So, and she was like into that anime stuff. No offense to people who like it. Like, I don't want you to come for me. Mike is ready. <laughs> right. I want you to come for me. But, you know, she was into that stuff, and I'm into sports, you know, and trying to figure out, you know, shoot, what can I do? I wasn't even doing that. And just, but, like, now, shoot, doing this podcast, which I didn't think I would be doing. Um, my wife was sewing, make, you know, making um, making homemade masks. So it should it worked out for all of us, and then more. The 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 good thing about it is that we didn't lose anything. Like we like we didn't lose any close relatives. Like, um, we found out that, and I hope my wife don't get mad for me telling me this, but one of her brothers, because she got five of them, as she liked to tell me, uh, one of her brothers had COVID, and you know he, I mean he's better now, but he had to deal with it. And he didn't want to say anything. I believe my um, uncle had it as well. And he came out healthy, you know. So, although people have lost their lives and people are now getting the vaccine, which that's something we'll talk about next week. I'll save it. Because let's just say I've had a change of heart about the vaccine. But, Mm. yes, you know, people change. Like, I don't, don't get it. Like, pe- people can't change. They think that, you know, Michael Vick is the scum of the earth because he was the the leader in dogfighting. And it's like 12 years later and they still mad at him. Um, But people can't change, right? Anyway, uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, close family. But, you know, although people did lose their life, some people came out alive and here's the thing that they told us for to battle it or to combat it is drink plenty of water drink orange juice or fluids vitamin c stuff like that and drink something warm or hot so for me i drink plenty of water as it is i drink orange juice because 
I got these aching bones in my body. So I, I drink, I mean, I take like stuff for, for my pain. And I was told that drinking orange juice with it makes the, the makes the medication work a lot better, which it's true. It does. And I drink tea all the time or when it was cold, I drink hot chocolate because the children like hot chocolate. So because you like it, but because the children, like yeah, because it. children like it. Um, I sense lies. Well, I mean, I like hot chocolate too. Don't get it twisted, but <laughs> I'll, I'll say this before we move on. So, my wife and oldest daughter put me on to putting creamer in my hot chocolate. Now, me, I was just a marshmallow guy, right? Late. Hey, do be respectful, okay? No, I didn't. I didn't know about it because it was just marshmallows. Get a good blend, bam! I probably have a hundred marshmallows in my hot chocolate, but that's just me. But man, you put that creamer in it, especially which, which, which flavor cream? Well, right now I use that sweet cream from uh Cold Stone. Yeah, you know, but I'm gonna mention mine up. Try it with hazelnut cream. Oh, I've tried it with all of them. Oh boy, hazelnut, French vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, speaking French, we oui, we. Oui. Oui, oui. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> so, I mean, just just basic stuff like home, at home remedies you can do. Like it's stuff you can do to combat this stuff. But people want to walk around, hold my bear while I go not wear a mask and give somebody COVID. <laughs> I ain't got COVID. I'm just coughing. <laughs> this is a infringement of my rights as an American. This man has violated my rights. What? Just wear a mask, bro. I mean, how do you think black people felt in the 50s and 60s when the sign said whites only? This is an enslavement of sorts. You're not going to make me a part of this agenda. You're trying to scare everybody out here. It's a hoax. <laughs> Look no further, son. You found him. <laughs> hold, hold my beer. <laughs> All right. Let's, let, let's, let's, let's get to it. So, Jacob Blake's lawsuit is a tale of profiling i'm gonna let you start on this steven all right as everybody know a while back a young black man named jacob blake was shot by officers in the back he's currently paralyzed um the uh evidence saw that he posed no threat to the officers and the officers said the same line he fit the profile of a suspect that they were looking for. But after all the records were obtained, there was no suspect in that area. So the officer got off with a slap on the wrist, but Mr. Blake is, is, is really suing. And he's also asking them to give them proper training, which they are really fighting them about it. Like, do you not know the turn of the country right now is... Folk who are surviving these attacks, they're going. It's, it's going to only make the police mentality weaker, and they can't profile nobody like that no more. They can't just sit up there and say, "Oh, I see two black guys look like they're suspects of somewhere." No, and so Jacob Blake had a clean background and everything. So you you picked the wrong dude. You picked the wrong animal to, to fight. So now. With this type of stuff going on, along with George Floyd's bill trying to be passed, police going to be under a lot of fire, buddy. And I'll say this, like, I really be thinking, like, I'm going to give y'all a scenario. Uh, let, let, let's say, let's say, for instance, hypothetically speaking, I was to get pulled over and 
let's just say I fit a description. So, here, here we go. How you doing there, son? You know why I pulled you over? No, sir. Do not know why you pulled me over. Uh, because you're of your vehicle and you fit a description of what we're looking for. Excuse me, sir. Can you explain this description that I look like? Or wait, hold on. Let me help you out. Let me guess. He's about 6'2", 300 pounds. Got, um, got, got, got on a white t-shirt that says, uh, Black Lives Matter. And let me guess. He got on, he got on veteran wristbands that say, you know, support our troops. Wait, also, is he wearing flip-flops or is he wearing sneakers? <laughs> Trying to, well, uh, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what we're looking for. You sure about that? Or the fact that my tags say disabled veteran, a DV tags, right? That's what you're looking for. You're looking for a silver car with DV tags. Well, uh, son, I, 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 I'm sorry to bother you, son. Have a good day. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm just trying to picture a scenario. Like, how would it go out? Like, you, a police just say somebody fits a description. How about this? How about you? Ask what what is this description? Like, excuse me, sir. Can you t- can you tell me? Can you show me a picture of what you're looking for? Or maybe I can help. Maybe I can help you find a person. We can work together on this. Well, look, son, I don't need your help. All right. Well, hey, sir, you you should have a good day because you pulling me over because you say I fit a description, but you can't tell me what this description is. So you right now you're violating my rights because I haven't done anything wrong. I wasn't speeding. I wasn't doing X, Y, and Z. Clearly, I'm, you know, driving home in a community where you think somebody's going to rob somebody. You can check my driver's license to show you I live in this community, sir. Sir, you have a good day. Like, I can't can't fathom how police can say somebody fits a description, but you can't tell them what that description is. Like, it baffles me. Like, houseway. Houseway. Sway can't even answer that. So we going around, police are going around saying somebody fit a description and going around saying Blue Lives Matter. Again, me and Dave Chappelle all on one accord. Blue Lives Matter is not a real thing. Never will be. If if you don't like your occupation, guess what? Change take, it. Take off your uniform, go find a different occupation. It's just it's just really simple. You can't change the skin color, but you can change the job. Exactly. I've changed my job how many times? Probably three or four, maybe five. My entire life, yeah. McDonald's. Ain't nobody to be that consistent though. <laughs> you're not going to have a better resume than me. Look, no, uh, no. <laughs> honestly, no. I mean, honestly, McDonald's for a couple of months before I went to the Navy. Then I did security. Then I worked at the funeral home part time. Then I left security, did the funeral home full time. Then came back and did security, like. But, I mean, the the kicker for me is always, I was in the military. Oh, he got some structure. He got some discipline. Let's hire him. So, that, that's usually that's how that works. I'm just saying. But, um, I do hope Jacob Blake gets it together. He does not have COVID, y'all. He just he just swallowed his spit, and it went down the wrong pipe. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. That, you ain't had to tell him all that, though. <laughs> I mean, what they can't see is what they gonna be like. Let me see what they doing. <laughs> um, all right, a voting mess is what we got going on. So, how is it that 
again, and I said this in the beginning, that black and brown votes are more dangerous than guns. Like, we've had seven mass shootings. And this is from Jamel Hill, who said that, uh, let me, I'm going to let you touch on the first and then I'll come back. Okay. There were more than 250 bills being pushed for voting. And barely seven of them being made for gun control. I'm trying to really understand the ideology of you getting upset because they want to do a psychological background check on giving you a weapon. They can bring someone, they can kill somebody. Not the potential, but you can kill somebody with. Because I personally believe guns are made for killing. I'm sorry. That's just my belief. That is my understanding. That this me. Because if you aim it right, one shot is all it takes. Yeah. Guns are made to kill. It's made to hunt. We're going to hunt some deer. I can't say the other word, but you know what I'm getting at. Uh, so, yeah. Jamel Hill uh, posted that... Um, 253 bills across 43 states have been introduced to restrict voting access despite little evidence of voter fraud. We have had seven mass shootings in the last week and only offer thoughts and prayers in America. Black and brown people voting is considered more dangerous than guns. That is crazy. So you want to restrict people from voting because of the turnout. But, you know, how about you do a thorough background check on these people you're giving guns to? Or, better yet, I don't want to say this, but I may rough, ruffle some feathers. How about white people, uh, how about you teach your children or spend time with your children instead of claiming that, uh, us as black fathers are not doing what we're supposed to do because how is it that your child is getting access to your guns? Don't worry. I'll wait. Hey. (laughs) But my main point about it all is you sit up there and you turn a blind eye on somebody who has access to these weapons that can harm people. Like, I look at the uh, the young boy from Kenosha, Wisconsin, who drove from uh, who drove from Illinois to Wisconsin and ended up shooting two people. And he was 17 years old. And y'all saying, we don't need no gun control law. This is stupid people controlling the guns. Well, how about you limit the access to the stupid people to get the guns? Because we know guns don't kill people. The people who have the guns kill people. So if we minimize the people who have access to the guns, we can minimize a lot of killings. I I mean, it's just an idea. I'm just saying. And I have to agree. Like, because, let me ask this question. So if you put a gun on the table, is it going to fire on its own? Yeah, it's going to stand up and pop a cap in everybody. It's going to stand up and... Oh, look, it's some black people. No. (laughs) People who don't know how to control their anger kill people. Moving on, um, Sharon Osbourne leads the talk. Oh, 
<laughs> Should have just stayed quiet. <laughs> right. Should have just stayed quiet, mate. <laughs> so, CBS and Sharon Osbourne parted ways, and it's become real simple that Sharon is gonna stay on the fence for defending her friend, who said a lot of Pierce Morgan said a lot of negative things about Meghan Markle. Now. If race didn't come into play and you could just say, I don't like this person, then I could give you more respect for agreeing that we don't like this person. But when you paint the picture and this Pandora's box was open, when they literally said that the young boy that they gonna have, that they have together is not going to get protected by any type of royalty, and then you come in and say, that's what it's going to get upon them anyway. And then on top of that, you actually feel that Meghan Markle's ideas of suicide and wanting to harm herself are false and that she was stupid and you said all this crazy stuff. Yeah, it's going to backfire on you. And then if you associate yourself with that type of negativity and be like, now nah, I'm willing to talk. No, 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 it doesn't go like that. Don't sit up there and get burnt by the stove and say, hey, what instrument I need to turn on so I don't burn myself? No, you got to see, hey, is the stove on? And if the stove is on, how do I turn it off before you even get burnt? And see, that's why a lot That's why a lot, a lot of people are showing their racism because they getting burnt and then want to know how to turn off the stove instead of saying, the stove feels hot. Where's the nozzle at? Talk to me. Talk it out with me. Let me see what's going on. But no, you like to be caught after the fact. That's just me. So, I'm glad she's gone. I'm glad she's moving on to better pastures. Her husband was Ozzy Osbourne, so they got money. So, she don't need to see her ratchet face back on the telly no more. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't, need, to, we don't need to see their children either. <laughs> anyway, so, tomorrow, King Kong versus Godzilla hits the theaters and HBO Max for people who have it. For people who are subscribed to it. Let me just say it like that, because you can't see you, you can have it on your TV, but if you're not subscribed to it, you can't watch it. Uh, so, Steve, who you got? You already know, and and why? You already know. I, I can't wait to see this movie because I've seen so many renditions of the movie. It was I right. but this one here, the storyline looks like it's gonna be legit, and I really. Really, really want to see your boy Godzilla do some damage. I, I'm, I'm sorry for the fans who think this is going to be a whole calm thing. I mean, I like the backstory they give both of them. But I want my boy, the nuclear monster, to come through and growl and snatch and blow some stuff up, man. That's just me. You know what? I was thinking about this, too, when, 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 we, when we were discussing it, right? I was thinking, like, I wonder if King Kong can swim. Like, like, I'm 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 thinking from a standpoint of what tactic can I use to to make my opponent weaker, right? Right. So I'm thinking because Godzilla can be on land and water, but I wonder if Godzilla can. Well, he got them little arms; he might not be able to grab them. But if if he can get a hold of him to get Kong underwater, I wonder if he'll survive. That is my. That would be the advantage. Don't know what's gonna happen, but. I just might watch it to, to see what happens because I'm like, man, if Godzilla can get him in the water, get him on the ground in the water, because, like, can gorillas swim? 
Can monkeys swim? We don't even know. Never seen it. <laughs> Got to give them the high pitch. We don't even know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I think I'm a roll with Godzilla because, 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 just because of that alone. Yeah. So, my boy, LeBron James, the greatest of all time as of right now. <sighs> be respectful. <laughs> it's going to be presented with the President's Award at the end. Well, it's already happened. He was presented with the Image Award, the President's Award at the NAACP Image Awards. Um, your your thoughts on it? I sigh because I have a scream. Now stop. Um, LeBron's motives off of court. I love him. I'm sorry. I love his motives off the court. But the man on the court, oh my God, it's like pulling teeth with him. It, it's uh, it's so frustrating. The flopping and the and the Academy Award esque acting he does. He can score. I'm not knocking him for that. But he goes into the hole. You better tap his shoulder. Oh good God! Oh God! Let's break the ankle. Anybody asking for all that? But once he get off the court and making the schools and things, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that LeBron is giving kids a way out. He really did sprain his ankle. Did you not see what happened? Uh, that dude. Okay. <laughs> so, so he gonna be disrespectful? No, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm, I'm just venting my frustrations about the situation because. My thing is, yes, did it look like he hurt his leg? That cross he did inside and and jumped back, and the way he fell, yeah, I see he can he could have pulled something. But there have been times where I seen him do that, and he's like, I get back to the game, boss. But he actually hurt himself. <laughs> he actually hurt himself. He actually, yeah, actually, because he hasn't played in like five games. He actually hurt himself. So, man, <laughs> just disrespectful. But it's all love, though, man. It's all love. This man is disrespectful <laughs> to the king. Not not the king of kings, but King King James, LeBron James. So, Stephen, we talked about this uh, yesterday, I believe it was, mm-hmm. about these two young girls um, attacking and killing an Uber Eats driver. So, give everybody the breakdown of what happened. All right. There was a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old. Their names are disclosed because they minors. They decided they wanted to steal a car. This happened in the Baltimore, D.C. area. They decide they want to steal a car. And they find this 66-year-old man, Uber Eats delivery guy, and they tried to steal his car. He gets on top of the car and instead of the girl saying, hey, let's stop the vehicle, get out and run, they decided to run the vehicle and crash into everything and crush the man and kill him. The girls run off. One of the young girls was like, ooh, I forgot my phone. And she grabbed her phone and took off. Now, this was a dangerous decision because, one, you stole something of great value that could get you to jail time. Two, you've killed somebody. Three, you didn't even make the notation to call the police and let them know what happened. You ran. So now your lives are ruined. Not 
not not no temporary fix or anything. Your lives are physically ruined. And you, my dears, have set people back another 20 years because these are the reasons they give officers to want to be um, hard on us. These are the reasons why the court systems are so hard on us because you go out here and you make bold and retarded decisions such as this and when the results don't go your way, now you want to cry. Now you want to feel sad. But your intent was to bring harm. Yeah, see, I've said this before. Um, a lot of things that happen in homes, and I'm on, I can only speak from the, the black community. A lot of things that are happening in these homes is there's no father in there. So when there's no father, there's no structure. And even there are times when the father is in the home, but, you know, children are still making these decisions. And then, but then we get mad at the father for doing what he's supposed to do by disciplining his child or children, even though we may not like the way he, he's disciplining them, but he's doing his job as a father. So child acts up, and I, I think this was a few years ago where there was a video of this guy whooping his children, his girls, teenage daughters. Beating the brakes off of them with a belt. With a belt. And they taking him to jail because it was child abuse or something like that. I can't remember exactly for what it was. But I'm like, so we're going to highlight that he whooped his children. Not the fact that these girls were sneaking out the house and he caught them coming back in. So what you're saying is. You, you you want fathers to be fathers in the home, but you don't want them to to be a father if that makes sense. Like like you, you, you want you want them to be in the home, but you need you need a reason to take them out the home so you can say that there are no fathers in the homes. Like my only thing would be is maybe the, the video shouldn't have maybe it shouldn't have been recorded. That's the only thing I can think of. But if my children decide they want to get out of pocket, guess what? What does the Bible say? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Spank, spank. Uh, the Bible says if parents do not chastise their children, they don't love them. Now, that's scripture. That ain't me saying it. So, all these people who are in government positions to trying to pass these laws and these bills about how you can't do this to a child, well... Never mind. I ain't even going to go there. Yeah. I ain't even going to go there. Yeah. So, uh, Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. I've heard of him, but that's about as far as it goes. All right. Because, <clears throat> I mean, Dave is the sports guy, and I'm the everything else guy, I guess. <laughs> Joking. But Dave has his, his worldly feats. But... Lil Nas X, as many people may or may not know, is gay. He's a rapper. Um, he came out with a video called Call Me By My Name or AKA Montero. Whew. Um, blessed be everything that is holy and unholy. Because the video is wild. Um if you want to watch it, I proceed to warn you, the lyrics are very strong. 
Um, I also warn you, do not watch this in front of children. Um, do not, do not. Teenagers, no, 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 no. This is strictly adult situations. Um, and it made me really look into what else is the LBG? The alphabet community. I was trying to be politically correct. No, that is correct. The alphabet community. Because all they are is LGBT, LMNOP, QRS, TUV, <laughs> YZ. <laughs> um, and I'm beginning to see that there are sides on this issue with that. Like some of them are calm about the... Uh, about coming out and everything, and then some people are so forceful, like, you have to accept me. And the way this video is set up is, like, he went through all this, but you have to accept who he's become. I don't have to accept what you've become. I'm sorry. I'm, But I'm not going to sit up there and knock you down a peg or try to destroy who you are as a person. You know what's, you're a grown person. You know what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. So when those wrongdoings come against you, you know what happened. But also in the video... He has a pair of Air Max 97s. They're all red. They have a scripture on the side. And Pause. You said they have a scripture? Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about this after that. <laughs> oh, because the, the shoes are called like the little Satan X or something like that. Yeah. And it has a scripture? Like, yes. Well, I mean, the, the, the devil knows scripture too. So Luke 10 and 18. Oh, he's, he's an idiot. Yes, I just said it. he's an idiot. Um, but the catch, the after effect of it all is that even though he made these shoes, um, Mr. and Mrs. Nike didn't appreciate him making these shoes into a manufactured thing. So guess what? Nike says, hey, makers of Little Nas X shoes, not Little Nas X, but Little Nas X shoe, we're going to sue you. <laughs> because you're making something evil in our likeness and it's affecting the reputation of our company. But the video itself is is a head scratcher. Um, it's it, it it really if your if your mind ain't open, it's gonna put you in an uncomfortable spot. That's all I got. Well, I can guarantee, you, ain't nobody in this house is gonna watch that video. I don't even wanna even think about it. Like I, I've seen like pictures of it on Facebook of. Him posing, and I'm like, um, that's almost worse than uh, now. And I and and I'll say this: I tease my daughter about BTS. I have nothing against them or anything like that, but it's almost worse than seeing BTS. <laughs> anyway, again, I have no, I have nothing against them, but I'm I'm probably not gonna watch it. If, 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 if you even have the innate audacity to watch, it, trust me, you talk about BTS. BTS look like saints compared to this video. Oh, I, I believe that they are. Uh, but not, so now I tease my daughter about BTS. Like every time we watch Sing, the little I don't think coyotes or whatever when they come on. Mina, 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 I say, hey, it's BTS. <laughs> she gets upset every time. <laughs> All right, moving on. So George Floyd's trial has started, and these officers. Uh, let's, let's hope, let's, let's hope they, like, I wonder what's going to happen if they're found not guilty. 
First, that, that's my take on it first. And then what's going to happen if they're guilty? Here's my take. If they're found not guilty, they're probably going to burn another police station. Just going to go out there and say it. Uh, yeah, they're going to burn another police station. Why not? Um, because it's on video. And you got police officers who were standing right there. Ain't even do nothing. Just standing there. So, I'm just like, okay. So, that that's what we doing. That's what we doing. So, it is what it is. Um, I hope they're all found guilty. Guilty by association. Because it, it, isn't that what they do to, to, to us blacks? If you're in the car with them. If, you, if you're in the car with them, you're just as guilty as the person that, that committed the crime. So they're all guilty by association. So, your take, Steve. It's going to be summertime in the city if these folks ain't found guilty. Okay? Um, I have lost a good portion of my non-melanated friends because of this case. Because they were really trying to condemn George Floyd. He was a criminal. He got what he deserved. He should have not resisted. If you saw the video, you saw the dude crying and begging for his mama. And he was saying he couldn't breathe. And you couldn't get that man the decency to just get off his neck and let him breathe. And he was already handcuffed and detained. So what more? How was he resisting? But 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 we we want to congratulate a cop for doing what they supposed to do. Then when they get shot, oh, he was a highly decorated officer, was he? Mm-mm. Was he? Mm-mm. Now I will say, the one officer that that got killed last year, I believe it was, um, was it Sandeep? I, I don't know how oh, to say his name. Now he was a good cop. And it was unfortunate what happened to him. But some of these other ones that y'all talk about, y'all be like, oh, he was such a great officer. He was a highly decorated. Mm. D- define highly decorated. He likes to wear fancy clothes. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to break the ice on that one, buddy. So, they, um hoping... And praying that they are both found, well, not both, but all four of those police officers are found guilty. Guilty by association. And and see, here's the thing. Here, here, here is my problem. So, uh, they've, they've, they've paid the, the Floyd family um, X amount of millions of dollars or whatever. Just because you're paying the family money does not mean that, that, that these police officers should get off scot-free. Because people are still... Upset about this whole Breonna Taylor thing because the family took money. Oh, we're going to let these police officers off. No. First off, and I said this before, how was it the police officers are pointing guns at each other and they're thinking of somebody in the house pointing a gun? Don't worry. I'll wait because that make, makes absolutely no sense. Like, I'm really trying to figure this out. I'm, I'm like, I don't know who's lied, who's, who's lied most. Like, these people or Derek Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me pick my job off the floor because that was <laughs> So, speaking of Derek Jackson, um, 
I was listening to some of the videos and this guy was talking in third person. Like, really? That's what we do? We talk in third person? And then he would say he would take advice from this guy. Like, I'm like, bro, you're talking about yourself. So you're you going to take advice from yourself? You gonna, Are you going to divorce your wife because you want to cheat on her? Or are you going to be like, that's why I wrote this book called Heal Without Hurting Each Other. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? No, you should divorce your wife and go and be single. Do whatever, excuse me, do whatever you want. Then, then, listening to Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club, because I didn't, I didn't watch the entire video. Me personally, I don't have time for it because I have better things to do, like get people to listen to the Couch Potato podcast. But, yes, that was a quick infomercial. <laughs> um, so he had the, Derek Jackson had the audacity, the unmitigated gall, to say that he blames God for him cheating. Because he wants to get his life right. Well, part of part of you getting your life right, sir, is God exposing <laughs> the darkness that must come to the light. See, my biggest problem. Speak on it. Is when it comes to being a minister or being used as a vessel of God, there's this thin line. I mean, it's paper thin to it divide you from being a man and woman of God to being a man and woman of God. See, the way I'm saying it is, are you are you doing things and saying it's God's intent on your behalf, or is this truly God working through you? And in that case of Derek Jackson, who had the unmitigated gall as you would say, or the untrained audacity, or the testimonial fortitude to actually blame God in this situation, that means you yourself have became a man of God because you think you are of the same cloak of who God is. And to have that level of brazenness and stupidity is beyond me. So, Mr. Jackson, I wonder what you, the water you drinking, because the water you drinking is making your ship sink, brother. Yeah, so my my whole thing is, like, he even came after John Gray. Like, he was just coming after people talking about, you want to be promiscuous, you know what I'm saying? You should uh, just get a divorce with your wife and go be single, do whatever. And I'm like, Ah, uh, because in the video he said not one woman, he said women, plural. Women, 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 women. <laughs> he, he, he went plural with, and his wife just sitting right there with her bonnet on and everything, and saying, "This is the bonnet of the God." Woman, are, are it, pause. Uh-huh. She said, "This is the bonnet of God." When she had that bonnet on, she made a video. She said she is wearing the. The armor of God right now. And says she's a warrior. And all this other unmitigated gall that she was spewing that made absolutely no sense. She sound like Job's wife. Just call it like it is. 
that's I'm gonna call it like it is. Like, like, bro, can't blame God for for exposing what what's inside. Because if that's the case, we should all blame God for for our, our dirt, right? Mm. Like, if that's the case, we should do that. You know what I mean? Mm. Now, now, not the fact that it was our own decisions. Like, because, uh, you know, God, I want you to make me over, create me a clean heart, renew the right spirit within me. Well, if I'm going to do that, I got to expose some things. So guess what? All of his dirt started coming out. But you can't blame God for that. Should have got right, you know? You should have cleaned up, yeah, but you messed up. Started my life over again. You know what? Don't start with me. <laughs> so, bruh, you miss me with that. Maybe, and and it kind of it's kind of bad too because uh, I've heard a lot of women they kind of looked up to him. You know, kind of looked up to him because you know he was about women empowerment. All right, you can be about women empowerment, but at the same time, you can't just be women empowerment and then bashing dudes, and then you're doing the exact same thing that you talked about. Dudes, hypocrisy. At its finest. So, moving on, because Derek Jackson is an idiot. So, yeah. Cast members from the loved... TV show Blackish received awards. Anthony Anderson, Marcy Martin, and Dion Cole. Yeah. I'm I'm happy. Like I love Blackish. That's one of my favorite TV shows to watch. Only only thing is, as like I got so many other shows I be watching that I don't even have time to watch all the shows. But I'm somewhat caught up. I'm probably maybe two episodes behind. But yeah, I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the show. Like I hope it runs as long as Law and Order. But, you know, by that time, they'll all be old. So, um, also, Sherry Shepard has a TV show called Black Don't Crack. And it's some of our favorite, well, I'm not going to say some of our favorite actors, but a couple of actresses we like. Tisha Campbell is in it. Um, Essence Atkins. Taj Maori, um, the old spice guy. <laughs> his, his 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 real name is Isaiah Mustafa. <laughs> no, look at your man. No, look at me. You're man. You're me. And he was also in uh Medea's Big Happy Family. So I'm I'm interested. I may get a chance to watch it if I have time to. Um but y'all should check it out. Also Gary Owen's wife is filing for a divorce. But why? Now, I'm going to go on the record. I can't say what I said off air. But I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, so what are your thoughts, Stephen? You have any inclination as to why she's filing for divorce? We've discussed this. And the world may burn underneath me, but hey. YOLO. Anytime somebody dates YOLO. <laughs> anybody that dates the polar opposite of the race. Now, I have no problem with people of color dating, you know, but the stigma of blacks is so bad, it's hard for us to even date outside our own race. 
And anybody who dates us, I'm sorry. You might get a couple of, <gasps> when I say this, but I personally think it's a fetish. And when you date somebody who's black, it's a fetish. You feel like you're dating somebody tropical or um, something out there that's that, that, that feels your little international niche because the brown skin and the melanated-ness of who we are is just so authentic and so unrehearsed and so beautiful. But what also is causing the marriage to fail is Hollywood. When he was in Hollywood, his wife was doing things that he had asked her not to do. She did them anyway. When he was on the road minding his own business, he was making jokes about his wife anyway. They both told each other to stop, but guess what? You built the habit of doing something for so long, over 18 years. 18 what? years? You find out the kid ain't even his. And so you do it for so long, and then Hollywood is like, do y'all know y'all even doing this stuff? And y'all still doing it over and over again after they all talk to each other not to do it? That's all on them, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, again, I can't say what I said on air, what I said off the air, because that's not the kind of show we run. So, yeah, that's that. All right. Woman quits her job after winning $500,000 on the lottery scratch off. How dumb can you be? 500000 that's going to go by so fast. And, like, she quit not even thinking about, you know, you got to pay tax. You know, tax is going to come off of that. So, you're probably going to get. Like, 325 back. Yeah. You ain't for that no tattoos, Jr. $340 million. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm just like, um, I'm like, yeah, no. You're dumb. And that's about all the attention I'm going to give you on that. And wait, there it is again. Another lawsuit on Deshaun Watson. Passions of the Busby. It's just now one o'clock, and that's another accusation. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Man, this past week in the NBA has been crazy. Why are you being so polite? It's been a doo-doo storm. <laughs> it's because moves are being made that is beyond comprehension, bro. And no matter what the moves being made, you still got to go through the Lakers and the Nets. Except maybe the Clippers. They, they make it, trying to make some moves, too. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. So, Aaron Gordon... Gone to the Nuggets, and they also get JaVale McGee. Ooh, that's a good pickup. I thought the Lakers should have went back to try to get JaVale McGee as well. Also, um, Rondo, and I want to touch base, touch, touch on this one too. Ray John Rondo's going back to LA, but to the Clippers for Lou Williams. I don't like that one. I, I, I like it because Rondo is that. Def, that definite true point guard, that veteran presence that you need or whatever, right? So, the good thing is for Lou Williams, 
He can get all the lemon pepper wings he want in Atlanta. <laughs> I have a weapon at my disposal right here for one more corny joke, sir. Go ahead. I'm listening. Don't do it anymore. You'll find out if you do it again. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> Vucevic is going to Chicago for Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter. That. I was talking about the crap storm. That there, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. None of that. Yeah, Evan Fournier um, is going to Boston. Well, he's in Boston, but because of COVID protocol, he had to wait. I mean, he's playing now, but he had to wait. Um, Oladipo, ho, Oladipo, ho, is going to Miami now. The only way this will work is if Oladipo, Oladipo becomes a rough rider. Like, Miami got some rough riders. Jimmy Butler got them boys playing like as rough riders. So, we just got to wait and see. Um, Kyle Lowry and Lonzo Ball staying with their teams. Uh, no trade was meant for them. Yay. So, Lowry's going to be a free agent. And so is Lonzo. Um, also, Norman Powell's going to Portland for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. Man, they must they must not like Duke. Something. I don't even know what's going on. They don't like Duke? Why y'all don't like Duke? Because Duke rather Dookie. He almost got kicked out the house. <laughs> George Hill is going to the 76ers in the three-team trade. What you think about George Hill in Philly? I'll say this. I think who's who's ever playing point guard going against Philly is going to have a long night. Because if you got to deal with Ben Simmons and then off the bench, if if they play it right, uh, you got to go up against uh, George Hill, it's going to be a problem. I mean, you ain't going to get no break. I was, that's, how I was, that's how I was scratching my head because – if they if they decide to do that type of tandem right there, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. So, and then Embiid is healthy, right? He's not back yet, but when he comes back, no, I'm just I'm just saying for from a point guard standpoint, like whoever your point guard is is gonna have a long night, you know? Because they, I mean, him and Simmons got uh, court longevity, so you can give them 15, 20 minutes apiece, and Whoever you whoever you got on your team, you better have they better have that same substantial energy because they're gonna go all out. Yeah. Just gotta wait and see. JJ Reddick to Dallas. And Richard Jefferson says that move that move moves no needle. And I'm gonna be honest, I agree with him. Like, you getting JJ Reddick hey, another shooter, but he really don't play defense. And it's the same with Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, he'll play a little defense, but. J.J. Redding always has been a shooter. Always been a shooter. He'll sit there and look like he played defense, but he's. I mean, he gives effort. You know, that's better than James Harden. Um, But what's the point of having effort if they aim to blow by you? Yeah. Uh, What teams you think are in contention with the Lakers and the Nets? (laughs) Dude, all the garbage that just went on. 
<laughs> okay, on the West end with the Lakers, nobody. Utah can give them a run for their money. Maybe Denver can push them to six games. But to just give them a worry, uh, no, nobody. On the East, I am... Since Milwaukee made a couple of requirements to give Giannis a rest at least, they can uh, do some damage. Um, what else in the East? Because the East is going to be a fight. Because New Jersey going to have it locked, but it's like being in the game. you you got to get initiated to see if you're really legit in the East. I really don't see nobody in the West that can just give LeBron the pressure. LeBron and the Lakers and the pressure that they that they want because that whole Lakers team right now can even with the folks who are injured they still can produce points yeah um, I'd have to say only team in the West is the Clippers because of, of them acquiring Rondo and in the East maybe Milwaukee definitely Miami and Philly but I'm telling you all Miami got to do is get in that's it. They'll get in. So, LaMarcus Aldridge reached a bow with the Spurs, and he's going to the Nets. Andre Drummond, which I called it, by the way, um, got reached a bow with Cleveland, and he's going to the Lakers. So, Dwight Howard. Don't say that man's name around me. I'm sorry. Dwight Coward. Dwight Coward. Garbage. Needs to just grow all the way up. Um, so when Philly played the Lakers in LA like this past week, he um bumped into Montrez Harrell during the ring for his, for his ring ceremony, and he got he got teed up before the game even started. I'm like, why would you do that? So then he got teed up again for bumping into Montrez Harrell and got himself ejected. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you've been in the league how long? And you still this soft jello. Actually, jello was tougher than you, bruh. <laughs> Shoot. If you if you wanna be a kid, go and play with James Dolan in New York. He he likes he likes playing. He's still a child anyway. Speaking of James Dolan, bruh, can you just sell the Knicks? You know, cause Let somebody else buy them from them and they reconstruct the team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, so the reason why I believe James Dolan needs to get rid of the Knicks because anytime someone does something to him or something about or says something about him, he wants to kick them out the garden. Bro, people paid their money, but are you going to give them their money back? No. Nope. Thank you for your donation. Bro, just sell the Knicks because uh, a fan got kicked out of there because he had, he had a Knicks t-shirt that said, Ban Dolan. Now... Other players come in, teams, they can get made fun of, but the owner, that's where we draw the line. No, you're not going to talk about him. You got to go. And I'm like, this is the reason why you got to go. Because fans are there to do what they do. They're there to be fans for entertainment. But you're kicking them out after this guy paid. Don't know. I'm pretty sure he probably paid anywhere between 200 to $500 for that ticket. Yep. All to get kicked out. I think that's uh, I think that's garbage. James Dolan sell the team because Tom Thibodeau is slowly changing the culture there. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Draymond Green, his sub has stake, <laughs> says that he's the best defender of all time. Um. <laughs> see, there's this guy, seven-footer, named Hakeem Olajuwon. You know, he's the all-time leader in blocks. Yep. He's one of few players to ever record a quadruple-double. Mm-hmm. And he used to donate $50 every time he got a block. I think I'll say this. Draymond Green is probably one of the best all like on ball defenders. I'll say that. But best defender of all time? No. No. You have a great IQ, but all time? No. Ain't nobody got time for that. Hey, hey, hey. Um so yeah, that's that. Um MLB starts. In a couple of days. Um, what's the team you root for again? I'm no, I'm not trying to be fun. I'm asking a serious question. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I thought you were sarcastic. Sorry. No. Uh, Chicago White Sox. Um, I have really. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually trying to uh, get more involved in the this implosion of what the Astros is. So I really don't know what my White Sox looking like, but I will. Start researching today. They, they, I actually think they can make the playoffs because they got Tony Larusa as the as the manager now. So, oh, now I have to investigate. <laughs> um, good things come to those who wait. And I'm actually, I'm actually actually interested in watching the the Blue Jays with with them adding uh um George Springer Ooh. and um he bat uh, the way he bat yeah. And um, they added another guy from Oakland, I think. I forgot his name. Played shortstop or whatever. So, I'm interested in that. Uh, also interested to see Slam Diego, even though they're going to lose to the Dodgers. You know. Uh, I mean, the Yankees are going to be the Yankees. like. And I'm honestly wondering what, um, what's his name? AJ Hinch gonna do with with the Tigers in Detroit. We just gotta wait and see. Um, now the the doomsday that is of the Houston Astros, Carlos Correa turned down a five year extension with the Astros. My question is, what is in the water? Common sense. Don't want to be here any longer. Can't believe somebody had the audacity to do this. Oh well. Where's where, where's my trash can? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm. I, I mean, I mean, that's. I mean, you still got um Jose Altuve, you still got um Alex Bregman. I think Bregman could be the next one to go because you're looking frustrated too. Yeah. Oh. So. I know you watch. I know you don't watch much baseball. So who you who you think is the? I guess you could say who's the the best player right now. 
all right, well, I'll do this. I'll, I'll throw some names out. And if and I'll say this, if there's a player who name, – name one of these players who you would start a franchise with. Mike Trout, Mookie Blitz, Betts. Betts. Okay. Betts. I was like, his name is Mookie. I was like, I know what's his I know his name is Mookie. I can't remember that name. That boy, him, ordered the the Juan Soto? From the Nationals? Yeah. Yes. Him or him. If they end up miraculously on the same team, because they stance and they the way they stance and the way they they know their approach to the game. Yes, their approach is like it's nuts because I watched the when the when the Nationals played the Astros in the uh, in the World, uh, World Series. When Soto got up there, he batted regularly, he struck, but then he he knew what kind of pitches the man was throwing. He he adjusted his posture, and every time he he made that adjustment, he got on base or he knocked it out the park. Yeah, one Soto, I, I liked him. Like, and the thing is, both of them have a ring now. Well, actually, Betts has too. But man, come on, come on! Hey, Juan Soto, I'm making a declaration. Juan Soto, come on to L.A. Come on to L.A. Join the Dodgers. Cause they 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 batting for him is nuts. Like if you strike if you strike him out on the first play, of the, you, the best way to get him is to get him early. Cause if they sit up there and they figure out your pitcher rotation and figure out how you low and how you throw your pitch, cause they read the pitcher. I've never seen, you know, most folks sit up there and read the ball. When the ball, you know, in time they wasn't even on the ball. I've I've watched the games with Mookie Betts, and I watched the games with Juan Soto, and they look at the pitcher's form. They look at at him, not the ball he's throwing. They look at him, and they are almost able to connect most of the time. And it's like, dude, this is nuts, because I'm like, how is like they reading the the pitchers body and figuring out what they finna hit him with next. It's one of the things where you, you watch tendencies like like you know you, you try to find ways to see if a pitcher is tipping his pitches to let you know what he's throwing. So that's that's pretty unique in itself. Um yeah shoot I I mean I'm I'm interested in watching um also Fernando Tatis Jr. and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I got to see if Fernando Tatis Jr. is actually worth 340 million smackers. Yeah, he's worth it. I don't know, man. I got to watch that. Because <laughs> he's in a there because you know some of these kids are about grabbing that bag. He got he got, he got, got that 340. Mm. Oh, my knee. Oh, my elbow. My chest. My clavicle. <laughs> <laughs> my finger. My finger. You know. Yeah, we just gotta wait and see. I'm excited. Um, so, Cowboys, we move to NFL now. Cowboys signed a couple of more safeties. I'm like, they probably signed these safeties just just in case Keanu Neal don't work out, which I don't blame them. Um, so, why is Deshaun Watson being labeled a sex predator without any proof? Because Houston wants the man to pay. They want to destroy the man's reputation before he leaves Houston. These folk here. But what is he paying for? Like, he wants to leave. 
you know we are, we still got ties in old traditional southernism. You ain't going nowhere, boy. Hold my beer. You gonna stay here? You gonna play for us? And he's like, No, nah, I don't want to play for y'all because y'all don't want to listen and help me build a team that we can have chemistry. You need to shut up and play foosball. This is what you gonna play? You gonna play the football? Or we gonna make you life a living, you know what? Cause you're an inmate. You can't be running a prison. Exactly. And then he says, I want out. Sponsors drop. The sponsors say, Yeah, we gotta drop him. Gotta drop him, Mr. Watts. As soon as they dropped him, and again, he touched me. He told me he did this. He wanted me to do that. Now all you got left is your contract money. And the Houston, Texas is trying to make you divvy up all that money so you can have your name charted and be broke. And then you sit up there on the side of the cover of Sports Illustrated talking about how two years in the NFL have broken me. And honestly, like, if if a team, like, now here, here's my thing. Why is Passions of the Busby just holding on to this evidence and not going to the police yet? Like, like, like what are you waiting on? There isn't any evidence. I'm sorry. Bless you. Yeah. I, I tend to sneeze when there's haberdashery and... Yeah. Yes. So, like I said, he's been labeled a sex predator, sex predator with no proof of evidence, but yet, no one's bashing Elvis. Wait, no, no, no one's bashing uh, the first few presidents. No, you want me to keep going? Um, I, I thought we was a. Uh... Good show, sir. You, 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 you. No, I'm just saying, like, like we're, we're we're labeling people who then there's no proof, but there's proof that Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Elvis Presley will will me, will mess with teenagers. Dear LCC, I do not know this man. For these facts that he is spinning are facts, but I am recluding myself of the situation. So That's fine. If 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 I, I'm not saying I don't agree. However, (laughs) however, those are his words, not mine. Even though it's the truth, those are his words, not mine. Even though it's the truth, those are his words, not mine. So, 49ers move up in the draft. They have the number third pick. Um, They're probably going to draft a quarterback now. The Dolphins move back to six in the draft. Sammy Watkins signs with the Ravens. Does that help their res- receiving core or get Lamar Jackson some help? I don't think so. I actually think so. You actually got a man who has hands. Because I was looking through the I was looking through Baltimore season. But and the reason why Lamar would run so much, not because of his front line, but because of the stability of his receivers throwing the ball, because he's some days he has overthrown the ball, and he needs to work on that. But I've seen some pitch-perfect passes, and bloop. I, I, I guess it's just me thinking that he, he needs a number one receiver. And, I I, and Sammy Watkins is not a number one receiver. He, at first he was, when he was with Buffalo, he had, he had potential. He had potential. Listen to me by words. Potential. potential. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Okay. Now – if him and Lamar can connect on them routes that him and Hollywood couldn't connect and him and the other guy couldn't connect, the only person he was really connecting with was his tight end. And But when you had him locked up, 
he had to either pass, throw the ball deep or run. So if you got a guy like Sammy Watkins who can run into the slant, he can dink it to him, and he knows he's not for the muff it up. Let's see how that. Let's see how that. Uh, let's see how that roller coaster rides into sunset. Yeah, and the final piece of the the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's Leonard Fournette has signed in Tampa Bay, which means that all twenty two starters are all signed with Tampa Bay for this upcoming season. Something's cooking in the kitchen. It smells like. Another Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm relevant again. I love it. So, <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore gets arrested for a loaded and stolen gun. Here, here's. I'm, I'm not going to entertain it. That's all you. I can't entertain that level of stupidity. You have no. all that money, and you can't just sit to yourself. Oh man, you messed up my alley hoop. I was gonna throw it up for you. No, I'm for you to dunk it. No, no. So, oh, so, so you Matumbo now? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you, you. So, so, I'm I, as I'm reading it, I'm seeing that him getting arrested for a loaded gun. All right, no problem. I get it. If you, if it's not registered. But stolen? That's the kicker. Why you get paid all this money and you still it's stolen? You stole the gun? You stole the gun? Why? Like you could just buy it. You have no you have no priors. Your record's clean. You you can buy one to protect yourself. But uh, it's all you. It's all you, sir. Why? Why would you steal a gun? Like, it's one of the things like, as much as blacks try to come, you know, come out on top of, try to get to the mountaintop, it's always that one. Well, that loses his grip and slides all the way back down? Yes. Right, we're just going to throw you in the pot with Derrick Jackson as the, as, 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 as the donkeys of the week. My former quarterback, Mr. Winston, was still in crab legs. I, I still don't understand why people do those things. It's it's the same as, you know, you know when the pandemic happened, people bought all this toilet paper. And ne- never mind. <gasps> okay. All right, let's, let's move on. All right, so NCAA, Oral Roberts, clock struck midnight as they go down. Or Roberts, he put up a valiant fight. Yep. But eventually, you had to go name Gonzaga moves on. Michigan handled Florida State. UCLA upset Alabama in which was a good game. I saw snippets, and I wish I could have watched the whole game. Hopefully, they have it on replay today. I'm going to watch it. Also, the Trojans beat Oregon in the Pac-12 showdown. And now, two teams have punched their ticket into the Final Four. So, this guarantees that there will be a team from Texas playing in the National Championship game. The U of H Cougars. Go Cougars! Beat Oregon State. 
to punch their ticket to the final four. And Baylor, Baylor, Baylor men should be the Baylor women in too, but you know. Yeah, so Baylor punched their ticket as well. And two more teams will punch their ticket tonight. So, Steven, who are you taking between Michigan and UCLA? I, I so want to say Michigan, but, and forgive me, I've been wanting to say this for years, I think Ookla going to win. Ookla. <laughs> Ookla. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I I can see Michigan is running out of steam, and Ukla I'm gonna love saying that it's gonna come up. Uh, I've been watching snippets of their of what they've been playing through the tournament, and Ukla is making adjustments as they go, and Michigan is powerhousing themselves. So. Will this powerhouse be able to come into against Ukula and really get wear them down? Or is Michigan going to be too wore down from powering through everybody? Well, that's why I'm going to disagree with you. I'm taking Michigan because Jawan Howard's going to rally them boys together. And they got a seven foot freshman who, if he gets together, he's going to be a monster. Um, this is the, the second game, is an interesting game. Gonzaga versus USC. Who you got? I'm going automatically with Gonzaga. See, I want to I want to pick Gonzaga, but it's something about USC that I've been watching that's like they just chomping. Like it's one of the things is like if you don't put them away early, like if they're in the game, you you're gonna be a, you're gonna be a little worried because Evan Mobley is balling. He's gonna be a, a top pick in the draft. I guarantee we shall see. So, Megan Rapino believes that the women should get equal pay. And I agree, but only in soccer. Huh? Hear me out. Okay. No, and I'm saying just only in soccer because you got to think about this. The women playing way better, way better. Like than the men. Matter of fact, just recently, the men's soccer team that's under twenty three missing the Olympics again. Like it's it's crazy. Like and to be honest, like no one really watches the men team play in during the Olympics. I definitely don't want to watch them. I rather watch the women because I'm like, shoot, these women balling. I, I get that, but um, I feel like. The situation with women and pay in all sports comes from investments. And you can't force a person to invest in you, even if it's a good idea. Um, I look at the WNBA, and they've changed investors so many times because folks are so focused on mainstream NBA. Um, the women play during the summer. You know, and I would think... You know, me personally as an investor, summer is where I would invest my most money and actually try to fill the crowds up. Because you, if you sit up there and you got the Lakers and you got the Sparks, 
you have you use the staple center around the clock. So why not push out more material for your women? So they I mean, I'm not saying the women should get paid 125 mil, 60 mil, but dang, at least give them 10 to 15 mil for your superstars and go from there and see where your investments take you. And then if you can make competitive pay such as that, it's cool. But when, you know, the alarming statistic is me and my wife combined make the same amount of money as one WNBA player. That's kind of jacked up, bro. Yeah. And if a bus driver and uh, HR manager can make just as much money as a WNBA player, what does that say about the sport itself? Nobody's investing in it. And I would, because it's a summertime sport, I would invest in it. That, that means my scene keeps open, my jersey sales will keep flowing, and things will keep going. Now, when I say when I, on the level of equal play, when they find in the, when the WNBA finally gets all of its kinks knocked out and it actually is on par with the NBA, then you can do the big multi-million dollar contracts. But if if you actually paying, playing your WNBA players for, for literally $11 an hour, I'm going to be exact, Got yeah, and that's why they go play overseas. <laughs> but I mean, and and, I, and I've said this about the uh, the women in the in the WNBA. Like, I believe they should get paid a little more than what they're getting, right? You know, I'm not again. I'm not saying break the bank with them, but and and it, to be honest, like most of these owners that own these NBA teams, they're like toys to them. Like like um, Steve Ballmer. Is his his net worth is like twenty something billion dollars, and he only spent two billion on the um, on the Clippers. So it's like, you know, we I mean, we 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 know you got money to play with. Invest in it. Figure out how, figure out a way to, you know, you know. Bring, man, actually, shoot, just bring the comments back. Maybe that might spark something. I don't know. So final thought. And we're going to get out of here. So, what happened to It Takes a Village to Raise Children? Now, this comes from me reading a post on Facebook saying, The village stopped raising the kids when the parents started having problems with the village correcting their children. Um, I would have to agree with that. Because, number one, you know, these children are having children. And... Because you allow your your child to or children to do whatever they want, and then as soon as an adult correct them, uh uh-uh, uh, don't do my baby like that. No, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, uh uh. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, or I have I have to do a guy because you know, hey yo man, don't talk me talk to my child like that. You know what I'm saying, son? You know what I'm saying? I don't roll like that, b. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, babe. Because she's from New York. So. I'm about to say, yeah. You, you, uh, but no, I, I mean. I'll read your eulogy when she kills you. Um, as, as, long as, as long as y'all play Take Me to the King. Because <laughs> that's exactly where I'm going. Um, but no, I'm just like, it It takes a village. Like Now, I get it. Now, the world we live in. Again, for me, it's like, a, it's like I want to straddle the fence on this one. Only because... It does take a village, like, but if you have, like, like, like I said, Vincent, like, if 
my children go over someone's house that, that we trust. If they cut up, discipline them. Like, you know, give them that act right. But, and it, it will be vice versa. Like, you bring your child over here, I'm like, hey, we, we don't, we don't, we don't do that timeout stuff. Now, on, on on that, I have to pick it back, and I'm going to be short with my end. The reason why the world is in this condition that it's in is because you... Um, the reason why the world is in the condition that it's in is because you... We When we was growing up, we knew everybody. We knew who has to avoid. We knew... We I mean, we even... Methodical about it. We knew who the pedophiles were. We knew, we knew all the bad stuff because the community kept the bad stuff away from us. Right. We we knew we knew which house was a drug house. Yeah. We we knew we do all stuff. of that. We knew that stuff. And now, because everybody's in their own little shell, we don't have that aura of protection. Right. With our kids and everything, so we have to, we have to try to build that bond back up so where we can keep being accountable for each other. Yeah. And like I said, on the on the other part, like, you know, now, you know, we live in these neighborhoods where, you know, you really can't trust anybody because there's so much sex trafficking going on. Right. So it's 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 that, you know, you have kind of straddle the fence on that. But if if I'm at church. Right. And, you know, I and and I, I work in children's church in my church. So usually what I would do is if the child would act up. Um, at first I'd ask their parents if I could discipline them, but not not where I would put my hands on them. But I I make the boys do push ups with the girls. I just send them out to their parents because ain't nobody got time for that. But with the boys, I'm like, hey man, push up position, get there, straight 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 militant on them. But you six inches, uh, you know you can go to your mouth, <laughs> right, right, because. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not finna deal with no little girl trying to talk back to me. Oh, you know what? Let me go get your mother. Now I do I will say this though, like, uh some of the children that usually come back there, if if I say, Do you want me to get such and such, these children start crying. I'm like, Man, I need that fear. That's the fear I need. So but yeah, it when when you have children or babies raising babies and you've never been in this position before, so now you're trying to figure out how to do this, man. Um, if, if it's somebody that you trust to watch your children, if they get out of line, they should be able to correct them, hands down. Just saying. Trust me. It definitely takes a village. I probably wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't have a village. So, the music that I that I play, I don't own, I don't own the rights to it, so the music, I, I believe I played it before, but it's Bad Man by my boy Jerry Flowers, aka J Flow, featuring KB. Check it out. It's on Napster, it's on YouTube. You know, y'all pull up everything else. It might be on Spotify. Um, so check out the music, man. Check out my boy Jerry Flowers. Him and his wife. They uh do uh sermons and stuff like that on YouTube called Redefine TV. Check them out. Uh, they are a husband and wife tandem who, who speaks life into people. And it's very refreshing that, you know, you have people who 
or I should say millennials who are about God's business and not just doing it to be popular. So although they become popular, it's because they've, they've preached and talked about what's unpopular. So check them out. Um, until next time. Hey, um, we're trying to come up with a ending catchphrase. So if you're listening and we need some help inbox us on the couch potato podcast, please do. <laughs> uh, until then, this your boy Daydrin. And your boy Steven. And until next time, peace. peace.